Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. And I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. And this is Jordan, Jesse, go! This week, I basically do everything within my power to turn this program into a listener-supported audio version of Seventeen Magazine. Let's go. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And Dan Kennedy without a clever nickname. Hmm. I thought we were we going decided with on something. Universal Clute. <laughs> I thought I was, for a minute, I was... Gotten Blandit? I was Gotten Blandit for a second, but... You're I just feel like it. like now it's just so trendy to trot out like the Swedish nickname in a podcast. Yeah. You know that whole... It's like having a chick bass player. Yep, chick bass player or like donks at your wedding. Or Time things. out. I've got great news. It seems that Coco has a new octo. <laughs> Congratulations, Coco. Uh, Coco's favorite game Coco. is Chew on the Octopus. And she destroyed one octopus, and it looks like somebody, probably my beloved fiance, mm. picked up a new octopus for her on the way home. This do be you an do you get in photo. do you do you get in trouble or feel weird when you talk about Teresa? Do you like still say girlfriend sometimes? Do you are you like required yeah. to say fiance? I had no idea that I was required to say fiance. You are. Yeah, uh, apparently based on the shocked reactions that I get from members of the fairer sex if I accidentally <laughs> say girlfriend instead of fiance. Wow. Like, holy shit. Yeah, yesterday, just yesterday, Carrie Kenny from the state, Reno 911, deeply dismayed that I accidentally said girlfriend instead of fiance. Was she on The Sound of Young America? She was on The Sound. Oh, she okay. was here for The Sound of Young America. No, we were just hanging out. Sure. Really anyway, deeply dismayed that you said girlfriend. I told her I wasn't. Today. We were just making out, and I told her I wasn't engaged. Mm-hmm. It was just a casual mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, you know. We have, like, yeah, which is just, just a weird misunderstanding, out. I guess. Oh, man. Uh, you know, a lot of young people, Dan... Look to us, people like me and Jordan, Mm -hmm. for a little bit of guidance in their life. They ask us important questions that are going on for them that they think we can sort of steer them in the right direction, I'd say. I mean, as guys who have made it, we're successes. Sure. I make upwards of $25,000 a year. I make a quarter hundred thousand dollars a year. <laughs> I've appeared in a local commercial for the weather guy. <laughs> not bad, not bad. We, a, a lady sent me cookies in the mail. Mm. You see what I'm saying? I've written on the internet for seven years, so I'm not exactly sweating it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Dan Kennedy's doing pretty yeah, You're in uh, good company. I've done internet writing. So. I, can, I can buy as many fucking octos as I want oh, yeah. for my dog. But uh, you know what I love, though, is how you still sort of keep your feet on the ground and you're like, oh, it's kind of a big day because there's a new octo. Exactly. You know what I mean? Which it's is sweet because it's like, really? Because you could have just got a hundred of them. It's called perspective, Jesse people. knows where he came from. Yep. Get some. I'm yep. like Hammer in that sense. Yes. I was going to mention that. You're going to waste all your money on octos. <laughs> yeah, I'm, well, I guess I'm more like Master P in that I have gold leaf ceilings. You're getting, you're getting octos for everybody that works for you. Yeah, absolutely. All my, all my people get octos. Yep. Anyway, everybody from the old neighborhood. We've made it so people occasionally will ask us, you know, just for a little advice and guidance on, you know, the things that are going on in their life. Hey, Jordan. Uh, Jesse Jordan. Uh, this is Pete from Richmond, Virginia, and I have a question for you. Um, <clears throat> I'm walking around a hotel, 
uh, it's like half hotel, half mall, because it's in the same building my new Y is in. And there was a banquet left out for, I guess, some you know some fancy fans that had a banquet. And there was an ice cream Sunday bar that was unattended. I thought about stealing some ice cream, and then I pushed out, and I wanted to know if that was the right thing to do. I didn't want to get in trouble, but I did want some ice cream. So let me know what you think I should have done. Now, number one, pussy does not mean weakness. Mm-mm. That's mm. a strong muscle thing, a pussy. So I would prefer for you to say Sissy you vaginaed out or <laughs> queered out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mac- did you say Mexican to out? Yeah, yes, I did say that. Mm-hmm. That was it's a preferred weird, but Catholic doubt. Um, yeah, now let's uh, let's deal. Let's Zoroastrian out. <laughs> Zoroastrian. Mm-hmm. B'nai Brith. What about B'nai Brith doubt? Because yeah. they really are pussies. That's their religion. Anyway, mm. <laughs> sure. B'nai Brith doubt. Just. Yeah, um, I struck say, a pensive chord clearly yes. with the others. Sorry, I didn't know somebody was a Benet Brith or <laughs> Brist. I think you should have stole the ice cream because the only people who would say anything would be like the hotel staff, and I doubt that they care. They're mm. in the hospitality industry mm-hmm. here. Uh, I c- Dan I, is I doubtful. What just, you, what's just, your problem? I don't know. I just I think it's um, I think. I think this guy needs to ask himself, like, like, is it is it really a gift or is it a punishment? You're stealing something that's bad for you, you know. Really, who's? It's know. delicious, though, right? Have you I mean, tasted an ice cream sundae before? What is it? Uh, ice cream. Here we go. Okay, so here we go. That's really, the problem. Yeah. Good. The answer. Here's the answer. Dan, we're going to 31 flavors after this. Is there ice cream with? Anything other stuff? I guess anything sure. on display at a hotel is yours for the taking. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, whether or not you're a registered guest of that hotel slash conference. And in fact, I encourage you, a great hobby is mm. to go to hotels and see what you can get. I don't I don't applaud that behavior, though, Jesse. I need to say, as a, as a frequent guest of hotel establishments, I, I pride myself on doing the right thing. Now, I wouldn't do... I'm, Dan, I'm not talking here I, about a, a robe. I don't want you to steal the robe out of your room. They can track you down. Yeah, they give your credit card info. Potted plant out of the lobby. That's what we're talking. But you see those people. You see those people walking around hotels. Let me be clear. You know, they they think they got away with something. I'm primarily talking about those tiny bottles of Coke. Mm. You know those little bottles of Coke. You take them out of the mini bar and then you replace them with a two-liter bottle. No, you don't get them. (laughs) You're jamming in there. You don't take anything from the mini bar. I'm talking about from the conference rooms here. Uh, I'm talking about shit you can get in conference rooms. Glass of water, Perrier, little Mm. tiny Coke, AV system, basic (laughs) stuff. So, so you've got the means to give yourself a great slideshow at home, which is nice if you've lifted something like that. But. But do you really want ice cream that, like, like let's say, 1,200 conventioneers have been breathing on? Yes. 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 It's great. It's ice cream is fantastic. Next call. Next call. Hi, Jordan Jesse. This is Alex from San Francisco. Um, yeah, I was just wondering, you guys get some pretty, pretty big names that come on to, uh, you know, Jordan, Jesse, Go, and uh, Jesse's little side project, The Sound of Young America. And, you know, I was wondering... Whether or not you guys kind of hang out with some of these uh, these guests that come on, you know, Judge Hodgman and Andrew Daly and I don't know, Claude Professor Ackner. Whether or not you know after the show, you guys just kind of uh, you know call it quits, go your separate ways, or 
if you guys just kind of go bowling afterwards, maybe grab some brewskis and go clubbing. Um, so, yeah, what are your thoughts on that? I, I don't know if these uh, celebrities that come on there are a little, little snubbish to you afterwards and, you know, just pre- pretend like uh, nothing, nothing happened after it or if you guys make anything out of it. Frankly, I mean, at, at the end of the day, people are coming on Jordan Jesse Go for the exposure. They know that dozens of people listen to this program each and every week. Take Andy Daly, for example. Andy Daly's a gifted comic. Uh, He's now a film celebrity. Uh, He was already on Mad TV. What he's coming in here is he knows if I spend X number of minutes enduring Jordan and Jesse, I will sell Y number of mustache TVs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Which mm-hmm. is a product he sells uh, on mustachetv.net. Mm-hmm. It's a mustache that you place on your television. It's a bit of a parlor game. You get points depending on what the mustache lands on. Um, so ultimately, it's, basic, it's, it's really a math equation, mm-hmm. I would say. You know what, though? I'm just kidding. We're friends with these people. In fact, this guy described a typical night out with Claude Brodesser Ackner. Mm-hmm. Go bowling, brewskis. pick up a couple brewskis, mm-hmm. go clubbing. Mm-hmm. Preferably in that order. Dan, do you plan on hanging out with us after this? I have a white uh, limousine waiting downstairs with a scotch on the rocks in the back of it. And, uh, you know, pretty much and when the, we're done, the and nice the three, driver... And three straws in yes. the scotch? <laughs> the, the nice guy shit ends as and, soon as we press, you know, stop, and then I just roll right to my limo. Mm-hmm. You know you, you know, know, you know where I told your limo your next stop was? Chateau Bowl. <laughs> yeah, oh, have you been to Chateau Bowl? I haven't been there yet. Chateau Bowl is really fun. Uh, it's this bowling alley um, in Koreatown on Fourth Street. It's really fun. Yeah. They've got great um, kind of old kind of video games from the mid '90s. They have um, a snack bar. Uh, they have like three dollar beers, and uh, you keep score on a piece of paper. Seriously? Yeah, it's really fun. Next oh. call. Hey, fellas, it's Lauren from Cincinnati, IA. And I was just wondering if you guys knew that when I was uh, away from home in California for three months and I was kind of sad, my roommate would send me care packages and one of the care packages had a picture that he, she had taken a lot of time to draw of you, Jesse. And it brightened my day. I hung it on my wall in my sad rental apartment. Have a nice day. How do you like the oh. Speaking of buttons... How do you like the button on that call? Yeah. Have a nice day. <laughs> anyway, I'll see you in the shower. <laughs> anyway, see you when you get home. Anyway, um, wow. with regard with her, regard to her question, yes, I did know that. <laughs> did, did she say she drew the picture? Uh, her roommate drew the picture drew for the... her to cheer her up. Right. Of you. Of me. Wow. That is just... That is... Uh... Is that cross now, the line? Now all she needs is a lock of your hair. Yeah. You know what? Here's the... her voodoo spells. All she likes to do is make tiny oil paintings of you, Jesse, and then set fires in wastebaskets until be- she becomes, like, aroused. And then she pees. Is that weird? <laughs> nah. No. Um, you are slumping a bit, though. <laughs> uh, Jordan... Time for Dr. Scholes to make a house call. The house is your butt. You know... <laughs> You know, I'm I, I'm a, a marginal celebrity. Jordan, you're a marginal television celebrity. Dan Kennedy, you're a, you're a literary celebrity. Uh, the only problem is you're making a face. You don't you know, feel like you're a literary I love, celebrity. I love my fiance Teresa very very much, and I'm very happy in my relationship with her. 
So it's, but the only problem is I'm disappointed that because she knew me before I reached some level of success and acclaim, mm-hmm. I'm talking about the quarter hundred thousand dollar a year salary. Right. I'm talking, you know, the, right. the, the, the shit that comes along with having a podcast. The typhoon, man. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about getting a universal clute straight to your door. Right. Coke party. Exactly. Trying to drink from a fire hose. Coca-Cola party. Exactly. <laughs> Coca-Cola party. Um, so MyCokeRewards.com. I'm just a, like Cash on... in your points. On the one hand, I know that I can trust Teresa. She's mm. not just in it for the celebrity. Right. But on the other hand, I don't have a cushion. She doesn't like me extra because of my celebrity. You see what I'm saying? Right, right. She only likes me based on my merit, which... Let's be honest, is modest at best. Mm, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe the celebrity is the reason like that she's sticking around? Yeah. Oh. That could be. That she's gonna support me when she graduates from law school? Mm-hmm. But then oh. again, I mean it's you know, I mean, you got a point. It's not Jordan has a point. It's not your, you know. You don't know what's going on in that brain of hers. Yeah, it's not she, your internet celebrity that's that's making it hard for you to get from the car to the front door. You know, I mean, it is your internet celebrity. Yeah, that's the fact. It's not your merit. That's, that's the fact I that say. I really have to pee. That's making it hard <laughs> yeah. for me to get from the car to the front Maybe door. Maybe she like made a little. Because if I go too fast, it I hurts. might leak. Yeah, it hurts. Maybe too. she yeah. just made a little bargain with herself. Like she, you, you know, like she's like, you know what? If if he hasn't been mentioned. On Slate.com, bio5, I'm out. Yeah. I mean... Each time, she put these she put these barriers in place that she thought was going to give her an easy out, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. And each time, I just barely just managed to... over s- the line. When yeah. she said that he has to be mentioned in the Times of London online mm-hmm. at least once mm-hmm. by 2009... Bing! There it is. Little did she know, right? right? Mm-hmm. Little did she know. If she had just done an overall thing, you know, if she had figured out some metric for actual success, she could have been out of here years ago. Right. You see what I'm saying? Anyway, let's get back to advice, speaking of how successful we are. Hey, Jordan and Jesse. um, Let's let's see how to put this. Um, I'm a mouth breather. Um, Do you guys have any advice on how to improve my situation? Thank you. Bye. I think he might um, be fucked. I have some advice. I don't know what to do about the mouth breathing, but there's some things you can do to draw attention away from the mouth breathing. Oh, are you going to do the hat thing? What? Get a colorful hat, like yeah, a church lady hat. hat. Yes, yes, right. it's colorful. I was going to say, don't don't dress like, um, I'm saying no cargo shorts. Absolutely none. Um, let's say no... Um, I don't want to see any collars popped. No, no collars popped. Um, you can do the move pop, popping your collar. Yeah, right. As While you you're might dancing, have done that's fine. If in you an attitudinal were, sort of way. Yeah, no, yeah, you can do gesture. that like a classic. Right. Pop your collar like you were in, say, right. if like you were in, uh, you know, Drew Down or something. Yeah, yeah. And uh, no sport coat with a big design spray painted on the back. Mm. Yeah, good point. Just stay away from all those things, and, gonna, and people probably won't notice your mouth breathing. I'm going to ask you to avoid the brand Ed Hardy. Ed Hardy, Ed Hardy clothing is something I'm going to ask you to avoid. That could be a good one. Um, it's going to be very important. Uh, you probably, uh, you probably are already avoiding Von Dutch hats, but you know that's a classic. Sure. Don't go out to the desert to ride dune buggies. Yeah. Don't don't go out to the desert to ride dune buggies. You're going to want to do that in Hawaii. Mm. Sure. 
testing out dirt bikes in your cul-de-sac too before you go away. <laughs> right, yes. Like before you go to Saddleback for the weekend. <laughs> don't don't again. <laughs> okay, well we we got some hookups earlier and someone called in to offer us a hookup over the phone. Hey Morty, hey Shlomo, this is Tony from Los Angeles. You guys were looking for hookups. Uh, I am a professor at a major university, so I can hook you up with education. I can't mail that to you, although I could come to the studios to educate you. Or you could come to campus and I could teach you something. Um, One of the classes I teach is human anatomy, so if you wanted to see dead bodies, I could show you those. I cannot give those to you because that would be illegal. Thanks. Hmm. Yes, I want to see it. Jordan. What? I'm asking, when I'm, I think I was unclear when I did the hookup thing. Hmm. We're talking about getting things that are of value. What? Seeing a dead body is awesome. You don't want to do that? I do not yeah. want to see a dead body. I want to see the dead body. Well, I'll take it. Kinda, Mail me the... I, no, it's it, kind of like the donks. It's like, oh, yeah, oh, P.S., I, but I can't, in the long run, I can't really come through with one. Yeah. Yeah, You know exactly. what I mean? It's like, you know what? Don't go throwing it around like, oh, I got a half an attic full of cadavers. You Dan, know? I feel like oh, by the way, you can't have one. I feel like we're kind of on the same wavelength here. Let's say that somebody that you said, I'd, I let's say you posted uh, an ad on Craigslist, uh, have... 1988 Nissan Sentra, 175,000 miles, <laughs> will trade for question mark? Right. Let's say somebody sent you an email. Mm-hmm. I'd like to take you on a trip through your nightmares. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Would that sound good to you? That's what I feel like he's offering me yeah. with well, this showing me dead bodies offer. Well, I also think there's a little bit of a, I mean, I would give that like a hands down, like, you know what, no thank you, and P.S., you can suck it, because you're kind of doing, two-parter. you're kind of trying to do that like adult thing of like, hey, I've, I've got a neat hookup, education. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, hey guys, I have, Trick a, or treat, I have pennies. A, <laughs> I have a neat drug to do at your LSD raves. You know, yeah, like when exactly. adults try to be cool and exactly. try to understand, like, you know, I know you all like to say TikTok. <laughs> yeah. So sure. why not get, here's a hookup. It's called education. I can't mail it. You'll have to attend campus to get your prize. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I already endured college once. Um, you know what I mean? I don't want to learn anything about the dead body. I no. just want to look at it. Here's the thing. We could do, if we could have control of the dead body, fine. If we could take it out, if we could do <laughs> pranks with it. If we oh, could, I, oh but, uh, uh, on my trip to Cabo, on, on the flight over there, on the, on the plane, one of the dudes from Weekend at Bernie's. Oh, yeah. Serious. Mm hmm. And I was sitting next to him, but then a guy asked me if I wanted to move so he could sit next to uh, his wife, who was kind of on the other side of the aisle, and I did. But I could have been sitting next to one of the guys from Weekend at Bernie's for like five hours. When did it explode like this for Jordan? When's he like rolling in late, going, like, Sorry, man, I was just down in Cabo. I was, I was flying with one of the dudes from Weekend at Bernie's. Like when did he, you know what I mean? It's like it's whoa. always been like that for Jordan. He lives right. a he lives a mm-hmm. you know a gilded life. He's like a robber baron. <laughs> Just I don't know. It's like all of a sudden it's like oh, what's your favorite rental DVD? Oh yeah, I've I've flown with that guy. You know yeah. I mean? Like oh yeah, I was down at the Cabo Wabo with that guy. What's your favorite movie that's on uh, Comedy Central at seven in the morning? <laughs> yeah. I've flown yeah, with I hang that out guy. with that guy. And you know that dude. And you're like PCU. Well, what about Weekend at Bernie's? Because yeah. I've met that guy <laughs> too, the one with voodoo curses. <laughs> Are you sure it's not Weekend at Bernie's? <laughs> it is? Yeah, I know that guy. Kinda. What's that you say? Throw Mama from the train? Ghostbusters Well, throw Mama too? from this. I bet the guy from Weekend <laughs> at Bernie's. 
Oh, but in all seriousness, this guy is a human anatomy professor. Mm. I would be I would be willing to accept his offer if he would be willing to show me what a clitoris is. That's um it's like mm. a dolphin, but it's longer. <laughs> oh, it's got and the I'm, long nose. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be really difficult learning about that on a dead prison inmate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like there's gonna be like some weird old drunk man from down by the railroad tracks. But he's going to be slightly more pale and just a little more dead. And he's going to be on a table at a university. Do you think, and you're going to be like, show me how to make love. Dan, <laughs> do you think that this guy is like a professor at the Sorbonne in the 18th century? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> dead prison inmate. And he'll bring it back to life using science. <laughs> Electricity. So when you go down into this <laughs> this dark, damp limestone basement... Lit by huge mm. filament bulbs, and there's a class. <laughs> class. What you see here are the testicles of a royalist. <laughs> Come down into the family tomb. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. With us, the one and only author, Dan Kennedy. Jordan, let's talk a little bit about the sponsors of this program. Why not? Uh, let's say you want to go to a movie. Let's say you, you remember how that we were talking earlier on you, we were talking on the show about whether we become friends with uh, the guests on the show. Mm-hmm. Let's say we wanted to become friends with Dan Kennedy and we were looking for a good activity to do with him and we were hoping there was a website that could facilitate the whole nine yards. Right. What website would you recommend? Not mycokerewards.com. <laughs> no. But I want to see that.com. That's what I would recommend. That is absolutely good. It's perfect. I was thinking Webkins, but I would. <laughs> yeah. I, we are ju- are going to the judges? Yes. I want to see that.com. It is a sponsor of Jordan Jesse Go that is also, in addition, a website where you can go to it. You tell it what movies you want to watch. Your friends tell it what movies they want to watch. And then it sets you up on friend dates. Yeah, Dan, come on. June 13th, me and you, Incredible Hulk, man. Right? I saw that on the site, and uh, I replied. That should be called. I have a feeling that the, the, uh, the original title, like the working title for uh, the Incredible Hulk, was Edward Norton: The Final Indulgence. <laughs> yeah, man, it's got his own <laughs> editing room for this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's and cool. Now, Jordan, let's just say I didn't want to leave the house. Mm-hmm. I wanted to stick around and maybe check out some cool web comics, for example. Yeah, maybe you were at work and can't leave work to go to a movie. Well, let's say I wanted to hear a mustache podcast. What website do you think I would uh, I would want to visit for that? Blueshat.net. Oh, well, I guess, yeah. No, mm-hmm. absolutely. I was trying to find a place to cash in my Dr. Pepper rewards. Yeah. You were looking for Dewmocracy.com. <laughs> yeah. Where you create your own Mountain Dew flavor and but, then something with a Flash game. I guess I guess you're right. Blueshat.net is probably a better way to go. Mm-hmm. Blueshat.net. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the worst thing you could possibly do if you were trying to remember the URL is mispronounce it in your head, blueshat.net. Because then you're likely to misremember the URL. It won't mm-hmm. stick in your head forever until you find yourself bored and want to type something into the, uh, the, you know, the web bar mm-hmm. or whatever it's called. And you're like, oh, remember when Jesse made that stupid joke, blueshat.net? Instead of blueshat.net, and then you'll won't, this won't happen to you likely, but then you won't remember it and then just visit it just because, hey, you know, check it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Net. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morse, Boy Detective. Dan Kennedy, Picture Frame Sticker. Mm-hmm. You're just naming things you are I'm looking sorry. at, Dan. You guys have had so much time to come up with yours. So I came up with my nickname. It is okay. Yeah. Look, look, you saw guys. A boy and a detective. Yes. Just <laughs> as it is a momentous occasion that Dan Kennedy is joining us here on the program, mm-hmm. we ask callers to call in when momentous occasions happen to them. Yes. Jesse Thorne, master of the broadcast segue. Here's a momentous occasion, huh? Hey, Jordan Jesse. This is Will from Chicago. Just had a weird moment on the bus. The guy in front of me sneezed, and just sort of to myself and for no reason, I real sing-songy went, bless you, and I thought I just did it so only I could hear it, but he said thank you. So now I sang to a guy on the bus. Bye. A lot of moments of shame happen when you say it so you thought only you mm-hmm. could hear it. Mm-hmm. Or sing it so you thought yeah. only you could hear it. We had a lot of really sad, uh, momentous occasions this week that I didn't want to play because uh, we I talked to Dan about it, and all we could think of was to make fun of the sadness, and we don't want to do that. No, yeah. no. Because a three-way yeah. guy. Uh, yeah, three-way guy hasn't called in at all. Mm. Uh, it was a guy who got served with divorce papers, uh, which was really sad. He was really sad about it. Heartbreaking, yeah. And then Not what good. about this? Guy who called in, and his whole message was... I'm just lonely. Ooh, wow. No, we could make fun of that guy. There's yeah. almost almost nothing bad comes of that. <laughs> okay. You now let's be clear, Dan's theory on this. My theory was based on the fact that this guy had something really rough happen to him. We want to be supportive and that doesn't necessarily make for exciting radio, so you know, we don't but if we made oh, did sure. exciting radio, it would be probably making fun of him. We don't want to make fun of him. Dan's concern was crimes of passion. Yeah. It's his opinion you should avoid doing things that could potentially incite crimes of passion. Yeah. So right. it was a personal safety issue for Dan. That's sure. my, my blanket template for risk <laughs> assessment. Any risk I take personally in this life, I go, could this make you the victim of a crime of passion. And if the answer is yes, I don't take that risk. Mm -hmm. And in this case, I thought, "Mm, I could picture it. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, did you hear about um, some podcast um, guys and then another guy who was, I guess, just there or something? And then anyway, they were all shot. This happened in L.A. You know, and you'd be like, no. And the person would be like, yeah, like some guy gotten divorced and they did they like made a radio show about his divorce or something and he got mad no reason just no reason they were just like let's make a radio show about this guy's divorce so he it's weird that it's weird that they got murdered him like in the trial right they're like it's strange that they got murdered because they were wearing their puffy jacket and their old football helmets (laughs) three guys yeah that's crazy so in in other words the only phone number around called the dog farm Hi, Jordan. Hi, Jesse. Um, my name is John. I'm calling from the suburbs of Chicago, and I have a bit of a momentous occasion. Perhaps most wouldn't consider it that, but I was driving on my way to work this morning, and uh, all of a sudden I saw this tall bird, and it snatched this little bird and then took off with it, which is something that I've always wanted to see in the suburbs. A hawk grab a pigeon, because I've heard that in Chicago, that's why they're in Chicago. So... Maybe not a momentous occasion for anybody else, but for me, wonderful. Anyone for whom that isn't a momentous occasion is either an ornithologist who's just grown jaded by the ornithology (laughs) business, 
or a yes, dipshit. Yeah. That's cool. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's, that's pretty huge. That's Mother Nature at work. That's now, love. Now, if you what? saw her cruel... Like <laughs> you can't say that's love. No. No. Okay. It's a hot killing a pigeon. Okay, this is Lauren from Georgia, and I'm driving on a road trip, and, uh, and I'm in the south, and I look over, and there's, um, there's a building with a sign that says goats on a roof. Mm-hmm. And um, it's what you would expect. It's a bunch of goats on a roof with a bunch of little miniature roofs on this roof, little bridges, things to climb on, sticks and poles, and goats, lots of goats. I don't know if it's like a restaurant or if this is just a feature in and of itself. It looks newish, so it's maybe a new attraction for this little town. But goats on a roof, thought you'd like it. And speaking of, as I go to call you guys, I look over, a little bit of a traffic jam, and there's a truck full of tiny, tiny little pigs. So goats on a roof and a truck full of tiny piglets. Wow. You know what? Here's the thing. Um, when we go for these momentous occasions, what we're really looking for, Dan, I don't know if you've, I know you're a writer, I don't know if you've ever worked in journalism, but have you ever heard of the, uh, the maxim that, that what runs on the front paper of the newspaper is the man bites dog story? Right. You'd expect right. a dog to bite a man, yes. but you wouldn't expect a man to bite a dog. No. This is a real dog bites man story. If you're in the South, you're gonna see goats on a roof. Yeah. It's just the way that kind of thing works. I mean, the way the way that played to me is she was. I mean, I still don't quite understand the. She was just it simply was kind driving, of like, and she drove by a goats on the roof, but she didn't pull over. She just drove by a goats on the roof. As far as I can tell, what she was doing is calling us, and you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not one, I'm not in the youth generation. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't. Live, you've got, you've got a foot in livestock, though. I, I don't yeah. live. I don't live in a Lawrence, Kansas, uh, no. you know, uh, Missoula, Montana type of area. Uh, you know, I'm uh, I'm way out here on the coast, so I don't catch on to things as quickly as. But I think yeah, what was going on. News a long time to get out here. Yeah. I think what was going on there is that she was making fun of us. She was. Mm. She, her joke was oh, right. these Los Angeles uh, yokels have never heard of goats on a roof. Would well, guess think what? it was so amazing yeah, that yeah. there were some goats on a roof. Yeah. We're on to it. We're yeah. not as stupid as we look. I know. We've P. got P. PlayStation 2, sweetheart. Yeah, and P.S., um, Lauren, I think was your name. Uh, oh, guess what? I looked over and saw a truck of mini piglets. Really? Jesse's having donks at his wedding. Yeah, bingo, bango, yeah. calabango. McAllister, Jonathan, I'm calling with a momentous occasion. This is Rebecca from Austin, and I have my very first Craigslist casual connections hookup. Um oh. And also, it's a double whammy momentous occasion. I've always been with women, and it was my first hookup with a boy, and it was just as bad as every Craigslist horror story you would think of. But I'm glad I did it, because now I have a really great story to tell my friends. And that's my momentous occasion. Bye. And a podcast. You have a great story to tell the podcast. What the fuck? (laughs) Call back now. (laughs) Tell us the whole thing. Exactly. Boo! Exactly. That was just cruel. What the fuck, All right? that was was mean to three men in a room. <laughs> Jeez, That's going that to be A, funny, and B, maybe sexy. Yeah, That's sensual. Good. At least sensual. <laughs> yeah, at least titillating. I, mean, I like, know I'm rubbing my uh, my arms on my boobers <laughs> right now. Boobins. <laughs> 
And you know what's really offensive is you could tell she just made the call on a commute. She's like, oh, hey, you guys, here's a momentous occasion. By I usually the way, like, hook up with tons of chicks off Craigslist <laughs> and do all kinds of like crazy sexual stuff with them, and I'm really hot. But the other night, I hooked up with a guy from Craigslist. Anyway, it was weird. Bye. <laughs> it was like, oh, wow. Thanks for just like that nanosecond of a glimpse. Into- what was that man's name she said at the first? Yeah, that's another oh, thing I wonder. Yeah. That's a mystery of the call. Ooh, that is the this weirdest. is a suitcase to be unpacked. Mm. Oh, boy. Okay, well, listen, you guys, there there have been certain momentous occasions in the history of momentous occasions that have been more momentous than even the other momentous occasions. Yeah, no. I'm talking about the young woman who called when she was locked on the roof by the children she was babysitting. <laughs> You know, I'm With a bunch of goats. Exactly. <laughs> this this kind of stuff is the stuff that is the reason we have momentous mm-hmm. occasions right. as a regular feature on the program. I believe it is my belief that this call is one such occasion. Are you, wait, are you wait, Jesse? Are you saying new classic? This is a new classic. I don't know. I did, okay, all right. This is like the bridges of Madison County. <laughs> uh, this is like <laughs> Back to the Future Two. Okay, here we go. Hi. Hi, Jesse. Hi. Hi, Jordan. This is Charlie. I, uh, location. I, I want to go on the big boy party. Because I'm a big boy. <laughs> Bye. That man talks like an infant. <laughs> oh, Charlie. Way to go, Charlie. You're the greatest. <laughs> Great moment. Okay. That is bizarre. That was fantastic, <laughs> Charlie. Good for you. Congratulations, yeah. buddy. <laughs> so why are you listening to this? Yeah, you should don't probably listen to this don't listen to this anymore. But good work. Great work. Have a... Have a uh, have a juice pop. Have a juice pop. Yeah. And disregard everything we said about sex toys and marijuana. Yeah, we did say a few things about those. We recommended drug cigarettes. That's the show that comes on after Sesame Street. You're too young for it now, hmm. Charlie. Wow. Did Remember? you guys call? Did you guys call a podcast <laughs> the first time you used the big boy potty? Mm, yeah. Podcasts weren't invented. That's a traditional rite of passage Two in my years culture. Ago. Hey. You didn't grow up in the oh. inner city, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> I That's did. That's just what we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? It's like it's like getting your getting your car horn retrofitted so it goes <laughs> instead of just It's like getting your ride donked. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like donking your ride. It's something, it's a rite of passage. Donk my ride. You got it exactly. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan. Yes. Once a year, I turn. To the listening public, the people who every day enjoy a new Jordan Jesse Go program 
presuming they're trying to catch up on back episodes and they right. have a lot of free time. Or they're re-listening to episodes yeah. that they've already heard. Which most people do, do. Why wouldn't you? It's not far-fetched to suggest that someone would re-listen, because mu- every joke works on multiple levels, Jordan. Yeah. For example, I'll just get throw out an example sure. for you. Donk. It's both a joke about a miniature donkey and about a type of motor vehicle. So there you go. You see what I'm saying? Two jokes. Jordan, Jesse, Go, and all of MaximumFun.org are supported by your donations. Uh, less than 2% of uh, MaximumFun.org listeners uh, donate to support the show, which I, I is, is a sad statistic that I would love to rectify uh, with, this, uh, with this donor drive. And so far, Jordan... I've thrown out the call on the message board on the blog, and the the results have been really great. And I really feel confident, like people are really stepping up to the plate. So I'm throwing it out to Jordan Jesse Go listeners. Uh, if if you want sweet prizes, if you want that feeling in your heart you can only get when you uh, real remember that you're actually supporting something that you like rather than just freeloading. Mm-hmm. Um, if you really want a cool Mac, maximum fun drive only T-shirt. If you really want to be thanked in public on the message board, let's just say you register for the message board right now and you don't have the little rocket chip that signifies that you're a donor and you really want that rocket chip. You can get it. There's a lot of reasons to give, and all you have to do to satisfy all of those reasons is uh, open your pocketbook a little bit. So MaximumFun.org, click on Donate. Every new donor during this two-week period here, every single new donor our consortium of super fans will be donating thirty-seven dollars and seventy cents, jogathon style, mm-hmm. uh, to support uh, and challenge you to to step up to the plate. Maximumfund.org and click on donate. That's pretty good, right? That'll do it. And guess what, Jordan? What? I'm also buying the rainforest. Every time you donate, I will buy mm. the rainforest and protect it from poachers from uh, the African elephant, the endangered right. African elephant who has been threatening the rainforest. Mm-hmm. With its dung and rowdiness. You got it, Ace. You got it. Not to mention ivory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You've seen Planet of the Mist with Diane Fossey. I have. Starring Diane Fossey and Coco the Gorilla. Yeah. You've seen that movie, correct? Mm-hmm. You understand the threat that uh, ivory uh, poses to our rainforest? Hey. And if we listen to Al Gore, by extension, our very existence... Yeah, ethanol too. Yeah, maybe you want to talk to King Corn about that one. <laughs> yeah, the corn industry, farm subsidies. Yeah, talk you know to what big, I'm talking about big corn. Who killed the electric car? That's the question I'm asking right now, Jordan. Yeah, anyway, ghosts of Abu Ghraib. You got what it. What about those? In conclusion, the true anti-war candidate is Dr. Ron Paul, and I'm out. La, la, la. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. Dan Kennedy, mixing board stapler. Nice. I Wait. just I just went with what I saw. You're just saying things that you see? It's That's how everything gets sort Wait, of inspired. I have, a, I have a stapler? I've been oh. looking for a stapler. Sorry, i got to do it again. Dan oh. Kennedy, mixing board flash drive. Oh, okay. Nah, yeah. That'll do it. Yeah, yeah you don't want to... In a holder. You want to create some fantasy stapler that Jesse can't actually get his hands on. That thing's a flash drive. It in took me... Seriously, I tried to staple with that thing for yeah. 20 <laughs> minutes straight last well, that's, week. Well, it's the fault of the designer because they've made it look really like a stapler or a staple remover. Yeah, exactly. 
I would imagine not a huge, not a huge seller. Full, so full uh, of data. A couple of weeks on, uh, a couple of weeks ago on the show, uh, Dan, just just for your, uh, just for your edification, uh, I, I had attempted to install my own car stereo and failed miserably, mm. and we threw it out there to the audience. What have you tried to do that you have failed at miserably? Uh, what has humbled you by your failure? Now, update to the story. I'm the king of car stereo installation because <laughs> I have successfully installed the car stereo, including removing and replacing the full door panels on mm. my 1992 Infiniti M30 convertible. You know what? I'm almost sensing like this was a plant from the get-go. Like, no, you were like, I was a broken man. You were like, when we oh, recorded this it, show, yeah, it. you wanted this to be like a yeah. rocky situation. Like you, yeah, like a a a rocky situation, but also be like a oh, I failed miserably at doing my stereo thing. Everyone call in from around the country and tell me things you failed at, and then they're like, oh, all, yeah. oh I failed at this, I failed at that, and then Jesse's like, oh, really? Update, I rock. Oh, by the way, I've never installing. failed. Yeah. Oh, yes. You know what? That's never happened to me. And you're all jerks. Yeah. Sorry I'm such a success, guys. <laughs> well, blame us for being a little bit bitter. Yeah, we're failures. Sorry we can't all be the king of something. Yeah. I'm the king of nothing. I'm not even the king of that. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld's the king of that from his show Seinfeld, the I show know. about nothing. There you go. <laughs> yeah. uh, Matthew Perry is the king of the zinger. <laughs> hey, Jordan and Jesse. I'm Aaron. Um, I'm still a high school senior, so I haven't seen a tremendous amount of failure, or maybe I have. But uh, I think the biggest uh, failure I've experienced is a friend and I set out to construct a musical about the notary business. Um... We don't even need to listen to yeah, the rest of that. Just pause nope. that. Done. Yeah. The end. That's great. Keep 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 trying. Him mentioning that he uh, that he was only in high school and thus had not seen a lot of failure reminded me of the fact that uh, well, I mean, basically my childhood years were a long string of failures. But one of my most significant failures was <laughs> I was uh, I failed middle school. Mm. And I was socially promoted out of middle school. Wow. That's, there you uh, go. That's kind of a success. Making people feel sorry for you. It's a skill you've learned. Socially promoted, what's that mean? It means you're too big to stay behind, <laughs> basically. You're afraid you might hurt one of the other kids. Yeah, exactly. Really? Yeah. Well, once again, though, I have to say, like, not, not, not to be too bitter in your shadow, Jesse, but once again, it's like, oh... Your failure is laced with like super positive terms, mm-hmm. like socially promoted, too king big, of ca- king of car stereo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your failure comes bigger with than the your... other children. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it? What again? Somehow, you know, no, Jordan, Jordan started narrating a Hillary Clinton commercial mm-hmm. in a in a blue collar state. <laughs> Barack Obama says he's the king of car stereo installation, <laughs> but he's not even good at bowling. <laughs> Hillary his... Clinton knows how you feel in the Rust Belt. Even his failures sound huge. Mm. Hillary Clinton went to Wellesley. Did she go to Wellesley? Is that what she went know. to? I think I she went know. to something like Wellesley. Did she? She knows what it's like to work down at the plant. Hey, Jordan. Hey, Jesse. Uh, this is Walter in Hawthorne Heights. 
Um, I am calling in with a disastrous failure that I've experienced. Uh, this happened on April 1st of last year. And, um, now, I want to interject here to say, sure. Walter is a slow and quiet talker, mm. but this failure is so spectacular that I felt we should yeah. play it anyway. Yeah. Normally, I ask people to speak with alacrity. Mm. In this case, if, I made and, an and exception. And if you don't, call uh, voiceover king Billy West to come in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And say your call. And he does a whole pile of different voices mm-hmm. and stuff. Basically, me and my friends were just hanging out, and we decided that maybe we'd try to make some sort of shopping cart uh, soapbox racer. So we went searching for a shopping cart, and we brainstormed ideas on how to steer this thing, but eventually we came to the conclusion that we didn't have the know-how to build a car that would steer, so we decided maybe we'll just take it down a hill. So we went to this hill over at my old middle school, and... Um, we take it to the top of the hill. It's about maybe a, a pretty, it's like a 45 degree angle downwards and it's about 20 feet high. And um, we decided to let it go on a test run with no one in it. And uh, so we pushed the cart down the hill and once it hit the bottom of the hill, it basically did a flip. Well, this was kind of discouraging, but I said, fuck it, let's just see what happens. So I grabbed my old football helmet, put it on my head, um, oh, no. I put on a big puffy jacket to keep myself from getting scraped up too bad. <laughs> and my friends pushed me down the hill. As I started rolling down the hill, I realized this was probably a pretty bad idea, but it was too late for that now because once I hit the bottom of the hill, the cart flew forward, shot me out. I landed on my head, did a full flip in the air, air bending my body backwards, and eventually I landed on the ground, sat up, I said, fuck, my teeth. <laughs> and what happened was my two front teeth were knocked out. And I had talked to the list in the next couple of days. And I had a concussion from that day, too. So that was pretty bad. I think that'd be probably one of the most disastrous failures of my life. And when I got home, I told my parents that I had knocked out my teeth. They did not believe me at first because it was April 1st. <laughs> also known as April Fool's. And when I called my friends to tell them what happened, none of them actually believed me, so... You see the humor in that one. Alright, well, that's my disastrous failure of a lifetime. Alright, thanks. Bye. Oh, my So, do you guys now understand what it means to be socially promoted out of middle school? (laughs) Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, how many more red lights on the dashboard did this guy want? He's like, yeah, yeah. we test rode it, and it, it couldn't steer. Yeah. He's so like, we tried I it am anyway. Not, I am not doing this unless we have a test run. Yeah. And then it's like, now, great. <laughs> now that we've had that unsuccessful test run, it's time to rock. And also, like, maybe the first... We've been assured of failure. Maybe the first omen was like, I want to make some kind of downhill racer. Uh, yeah, shopping cart. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, those are sort of known for their accuracy and stealth. Mm-hmm, sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we need something that's going to be precision Pers- and really yeah. stick to track. Oh, shopping cart. Yeah. yeah. Let's get that. Okay, so that's our chassis. Yeah. <laughs> and then they have, like, 11 instances where they're like, we tried to push it, but it caught on fire. So, <laughs> so what? 
And an old woman was on the side of the road saying evil, evil, and pointing at the shopping evil, cart. Evil, evil. The it was front a, of it started to bleed. It was a, it was a was shopping like, cart mind. from a razor store, and we forgot to empty it out. We forgot to empty it out, so... We dug it up from an Indian burial ground. <laughs> I wrapped my eyes in flypaper so I wouldn't get wounded if we did crash. At the bottom of the hill was a series of Viet Cong booby traps. <laughs> I'm going to say this guy, this is a spectacular success given what this guy was yeah, not dying. Yeah. Like, it's, it's amazing. I love, I just, I don't even know where to start. Like, it's, when was game day for that decision to start with? <laughs> hey, you guys, yeah? I got an idea. Uh, what? We get pizza? No, we make a downhill racer. A what? Downhill racer. He made a really different mistake, uh, uh, but in some ways very similar to the mistake that a lot of high school students make, which is, hey, let's go do something out back of our old middle school. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Most high school Mm -hmm. students would try drug cigarettes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. In his case, he tried outer extreme foolishness. Outer course? Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably some outer course. Mm-hmm. He tried extreme foolishness. And instead of doing a drug cigarette, which I would at this point endorse for yeah. him. Yeah. You know, like, like it would that, be medicinal. It'll mellow you, mellow you out a little bit. Almost safer choice. But, you know, I just, I don't know. I, I, I love the fact, I thought the story was going to max out at like, you know, because I've done a lot of bad sort of ghost riding, you know, where you're like, let's set this bike on You've fire. You've ghost rided a lot of whips. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and, but what's up with getting in it? Like after you, after you see the spectacular failure and trajectory of this disaster, you're like, okay, go get me my football helmet and my ski jacket. My big puffy jacket. I'm ready to go. I love the fact too that that I mean I love this. Kid. Don't worry, say, the kid had a plan. I got to say the kid's after my own heart because I've clearly made a lot of mistakes. But I just want to say the fact that he had a costume that sort of suitably warned anybody in his path. Like you know what I mean? It's like I'm just going to put on a puffy jacket and an old football helmet. Like that sort of screams like I'm a danger to myself and <laughs> others. Please get away from the area. That guy is probably, now that this has happened to him, he's probably wearing a puffy jacket and football helmet right now, waiting for the bus, for example. Mm -hmm. In fact, that's probably where those people who are wearing a puffy jacket in the middle of the summer and a football helmet or a beanie propeller hat... Yeah. Something like that. Only one shoe. He's going I saw, to his job at Carl's Jr. <laughs> yep. I saw. It's true. And I saw one of those guys on the way over here on Wilshire standing at the bus stop in a puffy jacket and an old football helmet going, no, no one would believe me. It was April Fool's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's like just so there are enough warning signs, kids. There are hey. enough cautionary tales out there on the street. Yet you do it. You get the shopping carts anyway. It's not his fault. It's a chemical imbalance in the brain. Mm-hmm. He's also a victim of the media, yeah, which we yes. haven't exactly. factored in. I want to make this, basically, Jordan, I mean, you know, I started this show, you know, because I wanted to hang out with my pal Jordan, because I wanted to make, you know, a more personal kind of program, a sure. show where I could share a little bit of myself. Uh, but most of all, I, I wanted to start this show as kind of a, uh, an analog, a radio analog to the uh, I embarrassed myself in front of my crush section of Seventeen magazine. Mm-hmm. Right. So what I would like to do is we've taken this failure theme. I want, just want to push it open, widen it out a mm-hmm. little bit. This is sort of like a sweeps week type of thing. Sure. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? You know, in sweeps week, they bring it. they bring Ted Danson onto the show. Right. They bring Mary Tyler Moore onto the show. 
um, w- w- whatever it is, the expressionless death mask of Mary Tyler Moore. Mm-hmm. Um, in in our case, our sweep stunt is going to be this action item right here. Uh, moments of shame. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When were you most shamed in your life? I we haven't done this on the show before. I've been saving it for a special occasion, and this is such an occasion. Dan, does anything jump to mind immediately? For me, no, no, I yep. can't. I can't never had think any of. shame. Hmm. Put on the spot. It's sort of like. Sort of like, what's your favorite band? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of lock up right away. There's just a lot of choices because you're an expert on the Depending subject. Depending on it's what that. mood you're what you in. Mean. It's mostly that. It's mostly like, well, do we talk about becoming aroused in various small world outfits? <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Do we talk about... The chafing that resulted? Chafing that resulted from the different outfits. native costumes. After arousal. Sure. Um, you know. I don't. I know there was a donk situation. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're gonna bring out this topic, there's gonna be some donkage. Mm-hmm. There's gonna donks are gonna appear in whatever calls <laughs> come in. Did you know that a donk is also like a uh, a large American sedan uh, car from the 1980s and 1990s, like a Ford LTD or a, a Chevy Caprice or something like that? You know, like a big giant four door car that they put they put on risers like a um, like you would like an off-roading truck, you know what I'm saying? Like a high suspended, this is such a <laughs> with giant wheels, like a Mark Curry-sized wheels, or uh-huh. even bigger. And you candy paint it. That is also called a donk. No, it's not. That <laughs> led no, to a not. lot of confusion for me. What 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 are the children gonna pet at the wedding? Right. Exactly, a huge what, sedan with a lift kit. <laughs> what are we yeah. gonna, or a small animal? What are we gonna feed? Both are donks. Right. Only one is adorable. You know what would be nuts is if you made donk a motif of the wedding and the taco van was a donk. That yeah. would be nuts. <laughs> That's a good idea. You mean man. you just we would barbecue the donk or no? You you know no, they tacos a, are served out of the out of a vehicle donk. donk. Yes. Oh, yeah, don't no, don't eat little donkeys no. at your I, wedding. I, I thought mealy. you were. Don't I thought you one. were suggesting that I feed the tacos to the donk <laughs> and then <laughs> oh. collect the donkey's leavings. No, no, <laughs> we're not encouraging you to eat as, shit as one would think i was trying to mm-hmm. suggest and i could see how that would be the first thing you'd jump yeah. to after you just after you just described the sedan version of donk to me do you mm-hmm. think creating a donk is called donking a vehicle yeah <laughs> donk my ride donk do my think, ride <laughs> so do you think maybe we donk could bring my donk <laughs> you, I mean, is there such thing as like a hoopty donk do you yeah. think we could bring in a donking crew to donk the taco truck. Yes. While the, they're cooking in there. Yes. For the last time, that's what I'm suggesting. Just you know like, about rap music. What's a good rap celebrity to to donk something? A good rap celebrity to yeah, donk it something. It can't be Exhibit because he pimps stuff. You yeah, want someone right, that can right. donk something. Who would donk something? Well, donking is sort of a southern thing. Um, Bun B. Yeah, no, but I would say probably Bun B if you were looking for somebody <laughs> if you were looking for somebody who was uh uh very eloquent. Bun B right, is a right. very eloquent mm-hmm. guy. Um or maybe a young Jeezy. <laughs> you might go with Jeezy. You know. You might go with Lil Louisiana. <laughs> you know. Wheezy F baby. <laughs> Yeah, it's sort of a southern thing. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why you want why you might want to go with Louisiana, Louisiana baby. That's sort of a match. You know, baby, the Birdman. Mm -hmm. 
you know. <laughs> did did I ever tell you guys about the time that uh, my uh, my mom found out that my cousin liked rap music and she was supposed to get him a graduation present or something? So she emailed my aunt to find out uh, what kind of uh, rap music she liked. My aunt emailed back in in all caps, you know, in very aunt type email text. He likes baby, aka number one stunner. <laughs> 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 that is one sweet piece of email. Put that in your donk and smoke it, yeah, boys. Yeah, right? <laughs> Shove that up your donk hole. Hey, how, ah. about, how about this for a catchphrase? What? Big donk. <laughs> <laughs> Just a huge sedan that's been donked. Yeah. Just a huge sedan serving tacos out of the bag. Miracle, we didn't get to that sooner. I demand that some listeners post some pictures of both kinds of donks in the thread for this show on the message board, and they will come through. It'll come through. Our listeners will come through. They know what's important. Mm -hmm. Let's see some donks. Let's see some donks. I'm talking. And you know what? Get your donks out. Get your donks out. Throw in some minis, too. Yeah. Donks and minis. Mini horses, mini coopers. Somebody buy donk, donk. Donksandminis.net. Throw in Winnie. Please. How about Winnie Cooper? Some pictures mm, of Winnie Cooper. Winnie Bagos. Yeah, mm. <laughs> Winnie Bagos. <laughs> yeah, <Winnie> <laughs> and a winning bagel. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> standing ovation. Uh, <laughs> we don't have the audience mic'd right now, but there is a uh, standing ovation me. in the auditorium. Trust me, when we say that was deafening, that the, wall of laughter. The panties bad. are eclipsing the sun like a plague of locusts. Mm. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan mm. Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Dan Kennedy, nickname, nickname. This uh, is... Uh, I like that. I thought that was the best one yet. That's all right. I think mm-hmm. this is a double show. Yeah. Uh, number double one. Double disc. This is like... Which is perfect since it is Sweeps Week, a.k.a. Uh, Pledge Drive Time. Maximum Fun Drive 2 is on right now. Yes. Uh, visit our website and donate, MaximumFun.org. Just click on Donate. You can donate a little money or a lot of money. Uh, we would prefer the latter, but we're more than happy to accept the former. Um, action item on this week's program, Moments of Shame. This one has been in my quiver. This arrow has been in my quiver for a long time. It's like the one of the crazy arrows that Kevin Costner shot in Robin Hood, uh, The Man of Thieves. <laughs> Men in Thieves. <laughs> Men in Thieves. There you go. You know, Robin Hood, Men in Thieves, starring Errol Costner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um... Moments of shame. What was the time in your life that you were most shamed, most mortified, most embarrassed? Was it in front of your parents, in front of your whole school, in front of your crush? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 206-984-4FUN is the telephone number to call. That number again, 206-984-4FUN. Uh, you can also email us at jjgo at maximumfun.org. Um, our theme music is Love You by the Free Design, courtesy of Light in the Attic Records. Uh, we thank them for that. Uh, Dan Kennedy's book is, uh, most recent book is called Rock On, an Office Power Ballad. Uh, both Jordan and I have read it and, and recommend it highly. Right, Jordan? You, yep. re- you read it on the airplane? I destroyed it on one plane trip. <laughs> it was really good. It's really funny. If you um, uh, if you are at that point, I, mean, I think we've had a lot of calls about like um, 
you know, kind of um, blossoming adulthood. We've had a lot of calls about like people getting like first big job. Like whether that or not guy, to change. like that guy who called in and offered to help us find the clitoris. Sure. Um, With a cadaver. Yeah. Yeah. I think the book really like captured that period of life really, really well. It's uh, it's it, it's good. It was uh, you know if you're if you're in that zone, uh, you'll you'll find something in it. So there you go. Yeah, exactly. And uh, mo- uh, most of all, it's Maximum Fund Drive. So visit MaximumFund.org and click on Donate. We'll see you next time. Thanks. On Jordan, Jesse, go.